Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Tax It and Forget It podcast series. My name is Jamal Solomon. I am a tax accountant. Um, I know tax accountant is not the most fascinating profession out there, but hey, you guys need us. And right now it is April 2020. We are in the middle of a pandemic. I am actually locked in my bedroom trying to not have my kids run in the room. So if you hear them or if you hear my wife, please forgive them and myself. It is what it is. And today we're going to talk about the Paycheck Protection Program. As I always say in all my podcasts, nobody wants to hear about taxes for 15 minutes. So my goal is to always just give you all the general information about a particular tax topic because, uh, you know, I'm a tax accountant and I can't listen to taxes that long. And you have to know the basics before you sign the dotted line with all this COVID-19 reliefs, grants, loans and stuff like that. So these podcast series is just going to help you just get into the right path, the right mindset. All right. So like I said, today is all about paycheck protection program. Now, the Congress was nice enough to to pass a $349 billion bill to help support small businesses and facilitate their ability to continue paying their employees through the crisis period. Now, key word, people, is to continue your business and also to help out your employees. And so, like I said in my on my previous podcast, please don't try to take this loan if you know that you're not trying to keep your employees or your business or you already know that your business is done. Because if you try to fool the government, paying back these loans, if you don't hit the requirements, it's not going to be pretty. So always remember, yes, these are for small businesses, but for the payroll protection program, Man, you really, really got to know that you're going to keep your employees or you're going to hire them back within a certain time period. All right. So some requirements are you must maintain current employment levels and compensation levels. The money borrowed must be used for items, including rent, mortgage, interest, utility costs, or most importantly, payroll costs over the eight weeks following the granting of the loan remember that key word over the eight weeks following the granting of the loan now the irs knows that and well really it's not the irs really the congress knows that they're gonna have a lot of people applying for this and um you know, the wait time may be ridiculous as they try to figure this out. So they have mandated that no more than 25 percent of the amount eligible forgiveness can be allocated to non-payroll costs. Because remember, at the end of the day, this bill really wants to save jobs. So there's a mandate that not more, no more than 25% of the amount eligible forgiveness, because this is a loan, can be allocated to non-payroll costs. And also another thing to realize is that the per employee payroll cost has a maximum set amount at 100000 
annualized. And there's a six-month deferral of all loan payments. All right. So like I said, guys, obviously, there's going to be a whole lot of details within this. But I just want you all just to know the basics to, like, get you all in the right path. All right. All right. So sole proprietors businesses and small businesses will be able to begin applying and receiving loans from existing small business association lenders on April 3rd, 2020. And today is April 13th. So, hey, hopefully you guys been applying or in the process. And like I said, they always, this is going to be a common thing. These loans are meant to cover payroll and other type of business expenses, as we mentioned, like the rent, the mortgage, stuff to keep the door open and people working. Always keep that in mind. Please don't use this for like marketing or branding or social media. Don't do it, guys. All right. So self-employed individuals, and independent contractors will be able to begin applying for the loans and receiving the loans on April 10th. And like I said, today is April 13th. So hopefully you guys are at minimum in the process if you qualify who would be eligible for these loans now it's only for businesses with 500 or fewer employees and you know that's kind of like the the government definition of small business so if you at 501 you cannot apply if you at one you can apply if you at 499 you can apply, but anything over 500, you cannot apply. Now, all applications for loans under this um, program must include the required documentation. Please take the time before you go and apply for this to really look into what is the documentation because it has to be on point. So the requirement document and be submitted to approved lenders no later than June 30th using the application found at the SBA. Applications must include payroll documentation. And most likely that's like your quarterly and your annual um, payroll tax returns and stuff like that. You know, 940, 941, W2, W3. So have that in order if you um planning to do this by yourself. Having it in order before you go to the lender, if you having an accountant or consultant help you to save time and expedite this, make sure that you kind of locate the list and get as much as possible. It has to be official documentation. Don't try to get these lenders um, Excel spreadsheets, Word spreadsheets, um, receipts that is unclear. Make sure that these documents can even pass audits because that's how you got to think because anybody can make up fake numbers. So you got to come correct. All right. Can a business take out more than one loan under the Paycheck Protection Program? Absolutely not. There is only one loan available per organizations now if you one of those people that have several organizations 
then it sounds like you can, but it has to be under each organization. But don't try to be slick and try to do multiple organizations under one organization. Um, like I said, these are payment programs, loans, grants. If you don't meet these requirements, I guarantee you paying it back with interest and penalties will not be worth any type of scheme or con that you may think of. We already went over the loan limit, which is 100000 analyzed annualized basis for each employee and you cannot go over 10 million now most people that's probably listening to my podcast will probably have no problem saying okay um as long as i don't go over 10 million if you're over 10 million you better go to your banks and start talking to them about what programs are available for you before 99 percent of us that has payroll under 10 million try to look into this program now let's go over what determines the amount of the loan that will be forgiven the repayment of the loan will be based upon what the business used the amount the loan amount for if you use the money spent on anything other than the prescribed expenses that we spoke about payroll utilities mortgage interest or rent listen generally those are expenses to keep the doors open and you to allow employees to work. Over the eight-week span following the loans that really the money will need to be repaid. So listen, like I said, if you use the money for social media, branding, um, product launches, you're going to need to pay that money back. Additionally, of those expenses that I mentioned, no more than 25% can be allocated for utilities, mortgage, or rental costs. So basically, the majority of this money, 75%, needs to be used for payroll. Payroll. All right, people? Businesses that apply for and accept a loan without the required maintenance of staff and payroll will be required to repay the loan with the terms of the maintenance strictly defined as following. Decreasing full-time employees' headcounts will result in a reduction of loan forgiveness. So let's say that you apply for the loan and you say, oh, I got 10 employees. But you're like, you know what? Eh, I want to keep some money for myself. So I'm going to fire six employees, keep four. But they gave you money for 10. Nah, my friend, you're going to have to pay that back. Another thing is decreasing salaries and wages of any employee that made less than 100000 annualized in 2019 by more than 25% will result in a reduction of loan forgiveness. And another thing, failure to restore full-time employment and salary levels for changes made between February 15th, ah, my wife's birthday, 2020, and April 26, 2020 will result and a reduction of loan forgiveness. Now, obviously, I'm saying this very fast because I'm trying to be under the 15-minute limit that I set for myself. So, like I said, you got to know these rules before you apply. Please just don't take the money. Do not just take the money. Is the loan forgiveness automatic? Nope. As we went over, you have to hit those, those requirements. Let me see if there's anything else that I need to talk about with you guys. 
you know what? I think that I think that this gave you a great a great start. Now, obviously, you could go to the CBA website. Maybe the IRS might have some information. Um, if you're going to Google stuff, I prefer you to Google from um, government websites because uh, just to make sure there's going to be a lot of fake news out there on the websites and a lot of con artists is going to try to get you to click on their own the article or have you go for the service. Um, so you know, protect yourself. And if you're going to do um, minor research, please go through the government websites before anything. If you need additional help, because like I said, um, I do this very fast because I don't want to talk for 20 minutes. You could email me at Jamal, J-A-M-A-A-L at JSTaxCorp.com. Uh, email would be the best because priority goes to my clients if they need to call me and stuff like that. So most likely I will be able to answer a simple question, but you know, we're not going to go full blast on, you know, all the requirements, but also I do have a service that we could go over your needs and application. And if you want, you know, I can help you throughout the process. And that's on the description of this podcast episode. Until then, people, please be safe out there. I just learned that I lost my grandmother due to the virus. So if you're one of those people that's not taking this virus seriously, please take it from somebody that lost a family member. Please take it seriously. Small businesses, um, keep your head up. We need you guys to survive. Um, And this is why I'm doing this podcast. We need you to survive. All right, everyone. Until next time. Peace.